Welcome to West Virginia and Commonplace. I'm JR. I'm one of the hosts of the show. Stacy will be along for another episode at some point. Uh, she came through and did one not too long ago. We're still stuck inside that love series, and uh, this episode is entitled Heartbreak. Now, heartbreak is uh, something that you're going to endure regardless of whatever goes on in life, however you see fit, how you think things are going to come across and things are going to be cherries and um, whatever other sweet things you think. Nah, you're going to have some heartbreak. You're going to have some shit that disappoints you, some stuff that just takes you away from who you are, just things that make you mad, things that you, you get bitter over. So me, it started off when I was a young kid. Uh, for me, my first major heartbreak wasn't no girl. It was materialistic things. Um, it was 1990, and I liked MC Hammer. And nothing wrong with MC Hammer. He had a cartoon, too legit to quit. I was doing everything. Or no, it was Can't Touch This. Doom, 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 doom. And there was an action figure that they had of him, which some would consider a doll or something. It had a boom box. And it was the light bill that had to get paid. My dad was trying to teach me about, uh, uh, you know, life lesson. Do you want the lights on or do you want me to get that same MC Hammer doll? And me being young, I was greedy. I said, go get that MC Hammer doll. So he went to Toys R Us, took me there, and we got it. He said, but when we get home, the lights will be cut off. You don't have no power. So we got home, and my mom turned the power off, which was gangster. They, you know, they just turned the switch box off. And I knew no better because I was a young child. And I was like, oh, wow, Dad, I didn't mean to do this to us. Please take the toy back. And he said, we can't return to the store once we buy it. And, you know, I could read. So I said, the receipt says we can return it within seven days. So he took me back to Toys R Us and made me return it and give him the $20. And whatever change it was, I think we had 4.5% sales tax. So whatever it was. So I gave him the money back. And um, we didn't have cell phones then, so he went to a payphone and act like he called the electric company. So when we got back home, we had electricity. And I didn't realize why he did that. And then it dawned on me that, you know, looking around the house and remembering what I was taught about electrical sources, I realized that they turned the power off. And my dad taught me that sometimes you got to make certain sacrifices to have what you want. He said, it's going to be a little bit of heartbreak sometimes. It's going to be things that you want to do, things that you're going to want that you can't have and you can't do because you have other responsibilities. He said, so there will be heartbreak in life. So that was my first instance of a minor heartbreak. And uh, went on from there. And from kindergarten to almost up to like, I want to say, let's go to fourth grade. I didn't play sports. I played basketball a little bit here and there, but I wasn't no good. I had this finger roll. I called the diddly finger roll. I drive the lane and throw that finger roll up and motherfuckers would, would, would block that shit like the Kimbe Mutombo in the paint. Like, oh. And I realized that basketball wasn't for me. Always wanted to play football. Always wanted to play football. Um, but I was I, I had some kind of walking problem when I was younger. So my mom and then thought that something was wrong with my hip, even though I don't have hips as an adult now. So I didn't get to play football until my seventh and eighth grade year. So once I got out there to play, I was excited to just get out there and do anything. I got to wrestle and different things like that. But football was fun. And I saw talent out there on the field. I seen people that had been playing since they were five and six. And I came to realize that I was not that great amongst all these pure athletes that, that were out there. So I learned 
that was my first sports heartbreak. I kind of figured, I was like, man, I'm not that great at football. So instead of me getting hurt, instead of this and that, I was always reasonable about things. I, I knew how to walk away from stuff. So I walked away from football. No big deal. Then uh, my first dream, what I wanted to do, I wanted to be a TV reporter. So at 15, I was working a job at uh, Domino's, saved up enough money to get me a uh, camcorder. And I got this camcorder. I'm in ninth grade. I'm having fun. I'm just interviewing people. I got the guy, somebody hold my camera. Sometimes I'd have my buddy Barry, he would do the interview and I would be right there in front of the camera. We had a show and it was called, it was a, had a derogatory name. It, had, it was called something and then time. And uh, we had a pretty good time with it. And the further and further that we got into it, we just like, it was fun. So then the videos, I asked someone in the media that was in our local area to take a look at it. And they told me, no, they said that I would be better behind the scenes, which later on in life, I'm glad they told me that because doing what I do now in podcasting, I do like to be behind the scenes more than I do in front of the microphone. But going further and further with that, I just, it was just amazing to me, like, you know, someone that I was doing this. Well, my heartbreak came when it came time to be part of the newspaper or something in school, I wasn't selected for it. And I thought that my writing skills and my journalism were pretty good, but it was not better than other people's stuff that I you know, I read and, you know, other videos I saw. So I took a step back from that. I said, maybe not for me, maybe not for me. But that was a heartbreak because that was the first thing I really wanted to do. And I let other people just kind of move me in another direction, which moved me in another direction, made me better money later on in life. So I'm not going to have a complaint about that. But at that time in life, big heartbreak. Now, let's move over to relationships because that's the, the the heartbreak that everyone wants to talk about, wants to hear about, wants to know about. Now, with me personally, I was always able to, what's the word? What's the best way to put it? I had a girlfriend when I was in fifth grade, fourth, third or fourth grade. I dated her and we never broke up. She just moved to another school. So we just lived life. From that point on, I had a few different little girlfriends here and there, but I had the same relationships that I had back then when I was a kid that I have now. So if I dated you, I was exclusive to you. We were dating for some months and some years, hopefully. That's what I was um, looking for. So when it got deeper and got, got heavy, you know, and I got broken up with whatever, I didn't go through no heartbreaks then. I was a player for real. I, I just would get a new girlfriend at a different school. Wouldn't want that kind of heartache during the week. And it was fun. But then, this one girl that was mentioned in the first episode, her name was Ashley. That was that was my main thing, you know, met her in Concord, blah, 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 blah. And uh, when she went to high school, she, she broke me. She messed me up. Because from ninth to 10th grade, I had a girlfriend, but she was at a different school where I was talking to somebody somewhere else. I didn't talk to nobody from my home school again after that. I was just like, I can't do this. I can't have this shit in front of me every day. Because I'm the type of person that I don't like conflict and I don't like things that's going to interrupt my lives in ways that I can't control on certain things. And, you know, love life. I was like, nah, I'm good on that. So I went around dated this and that, but I never had a true serious girlfriend again after that until 
my senior year. And then, you know, from that, you become an adult. Went through the adult phases, did things. And like we talked about in heartache, I didn't have no heartbreaks. Even from the baby's mama to the women I dated in my 20s. Heartbreak didn't start hitting until my 30s. And I don't know why I did that, but that's just how life was for me on that. Um, The heartbreaks came from the, I guess we we all talk about trauma, so I'm not going to call none of my shit trauma. I'm just going to say it like this. Came from the mistakes I made with the women that I was with prior and the women that I chose and the choices that I made while I was with these women. So I ain't had no heartbreak. It was a little heartache sometimes, but no heartbreak because for some reason... I didn't know it, but I know now that that wasn't my finished story. Those weren't the, th- the things, those weren't the places I was supposed to be. And those people were stepping stones and I was their stepping stone too, to get to what was better. So, um, my next heartbreak came when I felt inadequate in a relationship. When I felt like I had to do so much to impress somebody to find out that I needlessly didn't need to do that because while I was trying to impress this one person, another person just came in and was picked up by the type of person I was, the things that I did, the things I said, the way that I treated that person and just overall how I was. And I realized that anybody I date is going to get that kind of feeling or anybody that I interact with like that. We're not talking about sexual exchanges. I'm talking about like actually dating somebody. Like I get to know you. We go back and forth. We have conversations. We go to my favorite spot to eat. We go to your favorite spot to eat. We go further. So a miscommunication led me down another way. Um, Then someone else came along and just put me through a whirlwind. Had a good time with that. Then that relationship ended because of uh, death. And after death, that's that's our true heartbreak that you, that not too many people are going to understand or, or be able to, to comprehend. I didn't know how bad that heartbreak was going to hit me until I stopped moving. I was out here in the world and I moved around so fast. And I've talked about it numerous times, but I want to just close it off real tight here. I went around doing so much and taking care of so many people that I didn't have time to stop and think about myself. So that worked out good. But the first time, six months later down the road, that I had time to think about it, and I was actually by myself. There was nobody else with me. I'm sitting somewhere in in Michigan in a random area with some ice on the road, and I'm stuck. I'm like, dang, what is this heartbreak? And heartbreak wasn't about the true issue of the person. It was about the events that took place in the life that I was playing. And the heartbreak was, was that, how the hell was I going to fix my life? How was I going to do that? Which luckily, by chance, I'm, I um, made things right with Stacy, and we were, were able to build a life and to have a, a totally different life than what I was expecting. And that's how I got over this last heartbreak. I, I just really focused in on what was important to me and what has been important to me. And I've, and I made so much me time that I'm not the helper I used to be for people. I'm not going out my way to do stuff for people that don't ask for it or, you know, in general like that. So that is the thing that has fixed my heartbreak now. So after that, um, you know, I've settled in. Ain't had no heartbreaks lately. Uh, a few little um, things with uh, 
freaking um video games, some some heartbreaks with some video games in, but with people, not at all. I've learned that soon people are gonna be how they are, and I assume people at an arm's length, and I'm living life. And this episode, like I said, was entitled Heartbreak. This is part of the heartache, heartbreak, and heart attack portion of the love series that I will be putting out at some point. Um and I thank you guys for standing behind us as a podcast um, in the near future, the different things that we do. We'll definitely keep you guys in tune in our further announcements and things that are going on. And I hope everybody's enjoying this fall. Check us out on TikTok. Check us out over um, with Stacy's Venture. She is doing West Virginia uh, Tater Totes. She is the uh, screen print, the shirts, does different things like that. Definitely get involved with us and we will definitely get involved with you. Once again, I am JR from West Virginia and Commonplace, and I want to thank you guys so much for listening to the show and uh, broadening our perspective with the verbal actions. Join that mailing list so I can hear more about what you guys want to hear. If you want me to keep going, going with this little series that I've been doing for so long, we would like to know these things so that we can keep going. And once again, I'm JR, and I'm signing off.